You're listening to Truth Be Told Radio. Welcome to Truth Be Told Radio. Too much pain, too much suffering. Yeah, there is far too much pain and far too much suffering in the world today. Thank you so much for tuning into our program live at FirstAmendmentRadio.com and LibertyRadioLive.com. We thank them for archiving our program and for a limited time only, you will be able to access the archives for our show. And they will be free. And we want you to check it out. We want to promote the show as much as possible. So we're not trying to charge for our archives, although we should. I mean, some of the archives are worth far more uh, than you would get out of uh, buying uh, a book or a movie from the mainstream propaganda. At least we bring you the truth and we're not afraid to do it. On today's show, we have a very special pair of guests for you today planned. And they are from the website healthwise.org that's w-y-z-e an emphasis on wisdom at healthwise.org and they were published in the mainstream uh, retail stores with a newsletter they did in which believe it or not folks they were taken off the shelves mysteriously from and they're dedicated to making a difference in the health of all people of all uh um, backgrounds and all economic uh, brackets and they're not afraid to do so despite the fights against the uh, big pharmaceutical industrial complex and, and whatnot so without further ado I am going to bring them on the line here we have Sarah and Thomas Sarah and Thomas welcome to the show thanks Bob yeah hey Bob it's nice to finally meet you yeah Thomas nice to get to talk to you as well and Thomas, you want to give us a little bit of a uh, uh, bio on you guys and, and tell us uh, where we can begin? Before we started all of this, neither one of us had any background in health. And um, we, we're still not formally educated, um, which could actually be probably a good thing. But um, Exactly. You're not a doctor. It is more likely. Yeah, it's like, we, we like we're like, self-educated, basically. It all got started when Sarah had a, a health crisis. Sarah, after uh, being here for, with us a couple of years after we adopted her, she developed diabetes. Well, I mean, it wasn't a sudden thing. It was a gradual thing, of course, but eventually we reached a point to where we just couldn't deny it anymore. She, we, we realized she has a real problem, and, and she realized it too, of course, and her health was tail-spinning. And um, at the time, because of of issues with immigration and her status here and so forth, we didn't have any insurance for her, any health insurance. And at the time, you know, we were essentially part of the system. We didn't know any better. And uh, but but of course, Sarah w was excluded from that. So we decided to um, try to get her some insurance. And, of course, it wasn't quite so easy. So we began doing some research into diabetes, what was ahead, what, what we would face without insurance and so forth. 
and um yeah it kind of went from there you know and i started to come across what the side effects of these drugs were and i didn't feel comfortable with being like permanently reliant on the system for taking drugs for the rest of my life and even in cases where you have you know pre-diabetes you start taking diabetes drugs and you develop diabetes it's like when you start taking cholesterol drugs you develop a really severe case of heart disease or even the heart drugs yeah they, they escalate the heart problems yeah exactly it's like it's like every pharmaceutical you take causes the very disorder that they're supposed to treat yeah i don't think that's accidental that's to feed uh, permeate your reliance on that system and to make sure you you don't get cured yeah um and so i started to come across this thing i wasn't comfortable with it and um i was always fairly free, free thinking but i hadn't had much experience with um healthcare at all i'd never really had any major health problems before this and i started to come across alternative information and you know problems with the drinking water the chlorination the fluoride and then I went from there into deeper and deeper and started learning about the pharmaceutical cartel, um, its real aims to keep us enslaved, if you will, to keep us reliant on them, their profit motives. Let's not forget dumbed down. Exactly, yeah. Well, it's not just um, the pharmaceutical cartels, though, because in the case of diabetes, you have kids being poisoned with high fructose corn syrup. And that's not coming from, from the pharmaceutical industry. That's coming from the big food industries. And that, that's almost as big of a part of your research uh, as these pharmaceutical crooks, isn't it? Absolutely. It's the chemical industry as a whole. Yeah, yeah. That's why when we discuss such things, um, unlike most people who are reporting some stuff, uh, this, this type of stuff, we tend to discuss or single in on the entire chemical industry. It's like under a big, big cartel umbrella. And of course, um, being on the network you're on, I, we probably don't need to tell you about how all this ugliness got started with the Rockefellers and so forth. Oh yeah, you can spare us on that for today. We'll cover that on a different show. We're going to call today HealthWise Friday. <laughs> and we're only going to focus uh, for the second part of the show, uh, just so our listeners know, with Thomas and Sarah, we're going to be focusing on solutions. Because at the end of the day, we can sit here and address the root of the problems, which is important. It really is important that you understand that it's a big chemical industry, that they're poisoning us in many different aspects. Whether it's GMO or SRIs that they're giving us, it's all crap. And Sarah and Thomas have done a great job in exposing that. And I'm excited to have you guys on to talk about all these different topics. So like I said... Second half of the show, we'll focus on solutions, what we can do to take our health back into control. And, and ultimately, that's where we all go at the end of the day with any of these things we, we start to learn. Right, guys? Of course. Uh, one, one thing I wanted to throw in was I think Sarah basically embraced and, and obsessively drove herself to heal herself. She followed two basic age-old principles of medicine. The first one is, first, heal thyself. And then the second principle that she immediately embraced was let thy food be thy medicine and let thy medicine be thy food. Through extensive research, Sarah cured herself of diabetes. And that's no small thing because diabetes is, quote, incurable, unquote. And I witnessed it. All of us witnessed it here at this house that she cured herself. It was at that point that it kind of won me over. I said, you know, maybe there's something to this crazy alternative medicine stuff. 
Interesting. So Sarah, he was a bit of a skeptic. Obviously, you had the love and support from them, but they were skeptical. How, how did you find yourself clashing with that? Because I know a lot of people out there share the same sort of sentiment in which their family members are not as conscious or, or not uh, interested in becoming conscious of alternative health mechanisms. And uh, for, for somebody, you know, our age, Sarah, that's that's pretty difficult to have family members. And I'm I mean, how, how, did you, how did you deal with that sort of stress? Well, I'm from England, and the way that they deal with healthcare over there is kind of different because there is no direct-to-consumer pharmaceutical advertising. You don't see pharmaceuticals com commercials on TV. And as a result of that, people aren't usually so brainwashed. They don't hear about drugs all the time, and they don't really think about healthcare as often as we do in this country. And um, It was like coming to crazy land, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the emphasis on health has never been so great as when I came here. And um, and yet the health is worse here. Yeah, and that's very telling. But Thomas and the rest of the family weren't as skeptical as a lot of people out there. But they, they weren't, you know, they had no experience with alternative medicine. And as most people would assume, you know, it, it they didn't think that it, it was effective at all. Because... There's always, you know, these commercials on TV, infomercials, you hear doctors on TV and they're, you know, the high priests of our society over here. Mm -hmm. And they tell you about how alternative medicine is a fraud, herbs don't work. And despite all the, all the uh, scientific evidence to prove otherwise, you know, that's going to tell them that. And fortunately, um, Thomas wasn't skeptical to the point of being aggressive like a lot of people are. And so that just gave me room to, uh, to learn myself. And Well, the fact that you, like, ended up curing all of us of allergies that kind of helped too yeah yeah um most people think the allergies are normal they're, they're not. no no it's genetic sarah yeah it's, it's it's genetic yeah um the whole genetic thing has been going on for a while now whenever medical establishment can't explain something or can't make it go away they blame the genes mm, that's right if they were like blaming god isn't it like saying he didn't know what he was doing yeah, well, it I takes mean, responsibility off of everybody that way. It's not yeah. the doctor's fault. It's not the pharmaceutical company's fault. It's not even your fault for what mm -mm, you're eating. No. And that way, everybody wins. No. Uh, yeah, it is. And the lawyers love it, too, don't they? Exactly. It's yeah. just it's it, ridiculous. It's the, the lack of personal responsibility is a large part of yeah. the problem with our current yeah. health care industry. Yeah. And you, you really can. You can heal yourself pretty much of just about anything if you're willing to take personal responsibility. Exactly. And it, that's what it's all about. If you're willing to take responsibility for it and to take responsibility for your own health instead of instead of turning to some high priest out there or or, or basically a registered licensed drug dealer, yep. you can help yourself. But Or you can go to them and, and, and develop an addiction with them. I want people to think about that for a second. Where do you stand? Are you living what you're learning about because I know we often preach to the choir on this network and that's okay but it's important that when we see the tyranny in all levels of life including our food supply and health I mean that's the most important thing to me is is this health battle do you guys feel the same way that this is a part of a bigger battle yeah yeah we don't usually get into this on our reports but there are multiple layers to this onion and what we deal with is, is actually one of the outer layers most of the time. Um, if you could trace it back past the, the dark conspiracies and stuff all the way back to its root core, I, th I, think, it, I think it you know ends up being pure good and evil, good versus evil. And, yeah. um, and like honestly, I, I believe we're in the end times. 
Well, that's uh, that's an interesting perspective. It certainly seems like there's all sorts of signs out there that are at least telling us we're headed in, in a negative direction, no matter what biblical associations you want to make. It's pretty ev evident that uh, things are not going the way they should. We, sh we should be living in a, in a place in which we have great health and can share these these tools, and that's what your website's dedicated uh, to doing. Now, some yeah. of the health issues that you guys have talked about, some of the different issues uh, include anything from diabetes and whatnot to the HIV equals AIDS scam. Uh, and mm -hmm. this is something that perhaps led to you guys getting kicked out of uh, the mainstream establishments in the retail places. Um, because, as you know, HIV is not this infectious virus that is causing this horrible immune syndrome. Uh, it's nothing more than a propaganda campaign in which it's giving reason to poison people and kill them and blame other illnesses that they may have, including malnutrition, as in the case often in Africa, uh, to this supposed disease. Uh, what do you guys think about that issue, and, and how have you covered that? Well, in this age of political correctness, the one group you really don't want to tick off is the, the gay lobby. Um, we found out the hard way. And the sad thing is, is we didn't even attack them. I mean, when we never did. But also what's sad and ironic is that the, the politically correct gay people and gay supporters, they're actually supporting the people that are poisoning them, and they tend to attack the people like us who are actually trying to help them, trying to actually fix the problem. You want to take it, Sarah? Well, sure. In Africa and things like that, I know that a lot of this drug testing is being done over there. I mean, there's a reason that over in Africa, for instance, that people have AIDS and HIV drugs, but they don't actually have access to clean water. Or hygiene. Or, well, they go together, hygiene and clean water. Yeah, and that's because it's being, it's being exploited and used as a testing ground for pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dr. Bessler discovered that uh, back in the heyday of the, the AIDS epidemic, the, the AIDS people weren't dying of AIDS. Practically none of them were. They were dying from the treatments. It were these horrible AIDS drugs. You see, there were drugs in the 60s. They had, they, they had all these drugs back in the, the 1960s that came out that were these super high-powered, supposedly cancer-killing drugs. Well, of course, they didn't kill cancer. They didn't even treat the cancer. What they did was they treated the tumors, which were just a symptom of the cancer, while and killing you know the patient. In addition to that, the AZT, which is one of these um, drugs that was a reject cancer drug, it actually is a DNA destroyer. Oh, oh, that that's nothing new. I mean, they've got lots lots of stuff coming out that's in that category now. I mean, um, it's, it's amazing. And and they're yeah. they're trying to tell us this is medicine that this is for the benefit of our health. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah. back when we were running, you know, Naturally Good magazine, we were in the stores and we printed. Um, a copy of what the label of AZT actually looks like, and on it, it has, you know, uh, the, 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 the skull and crossbones. Exactly, the symbol of like a toxin, and the pharmacist will tear that off before giving it to the patient. Yeah, they they pull off the uh, the danger label before they actually giving it to the uh, quote customer. It actually says, I think something about you know not consuming it. Yeah, since you brought up AZT, let me let me just read you the the label on AZT that's ripped off that the customer never gets to see, because I've got a copy right here. It says toxic, toxic by inhalation, in contact with skin, and if swallowed, target organs, blood bone marrow, 
If you feel unwell, seek medical advice. Show the label where possible. Wear suitable protective clothing. There you go. And that's the next and that's supposedly the supposed, medical. That's supposed to somehow help the sickest of the sick, supposedly already. Uh, uh, it's just yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. And now this label was this was on a, a bottle that was for 100 milligrams. Okay. That was the label for a 100, 100 milligram bottle. But what's given to a typical AIDS patient was between 300 and 1500 milligrams a day. So um, you can just see how the, the toxicity might multiply with that. And then you wonder why people die of AIDS. It's these AIDS drugs that they're being given on a large part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. An AIDS patient, when I say an AIDS patient, I'm talking about somebody with this syndrome who has a crippled, debilitated immune system. And that does happen. That doesn't mean that there's a particular single virus causing it, a virus that you might call AIDS, for instance. But, but there are people with immune systems that are that crippled. They do need a, a treatment of some kind. They need actually multiple treatments. But this stuff, I mean, I'm almost speechless. I, I, you know, yeah. the, their immune it, system needs it, it, to be built up. I'm sorry. Let me tell you a quick story. Uh, we had a lady on our show. Her name's Carrie Stokely. Uh, you guys may know of her. And anyways, she was told in 1999, after having two children and a, and a complicated pregnancy the second time, that uh, she had HIV and that she was heavily infected and had less than six months to live and she needed to go to a doctor right away so they could start drugging her up. Well, she went from having mild health problems of fatigue and whatnot, probably associated to some other health reasons uh, earlier, uh, including the pregnancy, uh, to gradually getting sicker and sicker as she was supposedly being treated for this dangerous virus. Anyways, uh, her hair starts to fall out. She's, she's going downhill. Further and further downhill she goes until she comes across Dr. Peter Duesberg from the University of Berkeley, one of the founders of this supposed HIV virus. And she looks at Dr. Duesberg's research. She looks at the film HIV equals AIDS, fact or fraud, which you can find on the Internet for free. HIV equals AIDS, fact or fraud. And she realizes that she's been lied to this whole time, that she's getting sicker and sicker for no reason. And she goes pretty much cold turkey, weans herself off, whatever she had to do, uh, detox and, and so on. And now, 10 years later, after she got off of this dangerous path she's on. She's now back in full health and doing just wonderfully. And she's an amazing story. So many other people, it, it, it's almost like your personal situation, Sarah. When, when you found out you had diabetes, you didn't just sit there. You, you took control of your situation. And I applaud the heroes, the true heroes, such as you guys that are able to do this. We'd like to uh, actually read something from Dr. Bessler in a minute that what we had in our magazine from him, which is what a lot of people found inflammatory, but it shouldn't be inflammatory. It's just all right. Uh, we have uh, do we have enough time for that. We have about let's see here three or four minutes until we got to go to the break. What do you think? We'll, we'll just wait till after the break to read that. Yeah, but I just want to say that there was right. a case that we actually covered in the magazine, the AIDS article, um, about in the case of adoption and a woman who adopted um, a a child who supposedly had AIDS and realize that the more drugs you know she gave this child the more the, the sicker that she got and so she stopped giving her the drugs and the child became healthier and healthier and seemed full of life all of a sudden 
Now, the problem was that she told the social workers that she'd taken him off the drugs, and the child was taken away for medical neglect. Yep, yep. And she mm-hmm. never that brings the up child a again. whole bunch of stories there, Sarah and Thomas. That brings up, you know, the cancer uh, patients, yeah. uh, the children, uh, and the parents of these children that are, are forced to to give their kids treatment, and then they're charged with kidnapping if they don't, you know, suffice to the rules and regulations of the state. That they don't allow that child to be poisoned. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that's, that's that's a political thing. I don't know. Do you guys cover that a bit? I mean, it is related to health in a way. We have talked about it before. One thing we do, we, we warn people that if, if you're educated and you've got any sense at all and you think your child might be seriously ill, you damn well had better try to find some information on your own or find a naturopathic doctor or something first. Because once you step into that doctor's office with your seriously ill child, you are under their jurisdiction. If mm-hmm. you do not obey, they will take your child away. It's scary as heck. And when we get back from the break... We're going to tell folks out there what they can do to get their health in line, what sort of natural remedies there are. I suffer from a thyroid problem, and thyroid disease is one of the leading diseases throughout the world today in which uh, Synthroid, the number two best-selling pharmaceutical drug, is is being sold uh, and treating absolutely nothing, once again, something you can flush down the toilet from the pharmacy. And also, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about vitamin D, and we'll give you a way in which you can find a free source of vitamin D. So only on Truth Be Told Radio do we give you freebies like this. You're not going to want to miss that. And before we do that, I want to give you guys a, a chance here to plug your new show and to plug your website a little bit before we got uh, to go to the break. So we got about a minute or so. Go right ahead. Sure. Well, we have a very comprehensive website. We think of it as the poor man's guide to health, and we've done our best to do that because it's very important to us. I think health is a basic human right. Go right ahead. That we got about 30 oh, seconds. Oh, okay. All right. Our website is healthwise.org, and we misspelled wise to emphasize it. It's spelled W-Y-Z-E. Again, W-Y-Z-E. Let's leave it at that, and when we get back, we'll tell them about the new radio show. You're listening to First Amendment Radio. This is Truth Be Told. FirstAmendmentRadio.com worldwide. Freedom is never free. We need your support today at FirstAmendmentRadio.com. The program you are listening to is 100% sponsored by you, the listener, on this First Amendment Rights Media channel. You will notice that there are few commercials on this radio network. There's a good reason for that. Corporate advertising dollars come with strings that limit program content. So without your help, these programs cannot continue on satellite, internet, or our several affiliates. If you benefit by the educational law programs, we ask you to give. If you are admonished or nurtured by the Bible and ministry programs, we ask you to give. 
If some voice a cause that you are passionate about, we ask you to give. If you believe in any of these, we ask you to support them as you would a missionary on a continual basis, as if giving a tithe for Missionary Radio. These programs are not commercially viable and must be supported by those faithful to the cause of truth. Look for the button to sponsor your favorite programs at our Listen and Schedule pages on the Internet. Then, when you subscribe, we will send you the last quarterly MP3 CD of that program immediately and continue to do so with each new quarter. We will also give you unlimited archive access to all of our programs. We're asking you to give much less than a tithe so that you may also send support directly to a particular program host, cause, and anywhere else the Spirit may lead you. Do all to the glory of our God and Creator, for His holy nation, the only kingdom that will last forever. Thank you for listening. Hi, Nicholas here. I used to lug those big jugs to the market to fill with water from those coin-operated filter machines, 25 cents a gallon or five gallons for a buck. I used to, then I got the big Berkey. Now I save my back and hundreds of dollars too. I was paying $600 for the same 3,000 gallons of water that a pair of black Berkey filters will provide from my own tap for only $99. This means that your Berkey water system will entirely pay for itself with only 1,500 gallons of use. And then you will still have 1,500 gallons left before you need to replace the filters. Do the math. Stop throwing your money away on bottled water and filter dispensers that may or may not be delivering as promised. For a limited time, First Amendment Radio is offering 10% off on the most popular Berkey water systems. Visit the shopping page at FirstAmendmentRadio.com or call us at 559-781-3773 for more information. Leave your name and address and we'll send you this special offer. Do it now. First Amendment Radio is an authorized distributor of Berkey products. your host bob tuscan our website of course they lie.com when they're not telling the truth as they are not with the whole health industry uh, you got to go to our website they lie.com uh we are now back with our special guest sarah and thomas of healthwise wyze.org and they're going to be doing a show called the healthwise report saturdays at 9 p.m eastern standard time so you're not going to want to miss their show you can find it on their website. It's linked up there. They're going to be covering these issues. And what else, guys? What else will you be covering? We really don't know. We're just going to look around at what we think people will find interesting in both what we've done and within health current events. And we're seriously considering allowing call-ins, too, because I think that adds an interesting element, dealing with people's actual problems, you know, getting up close and personal. You guys are not medical doctors, but you do no, want to help. 
you guys want to help people and you want to you want to share what you have to learn and you don't have to be a medical doctor in my opinion like we said earlier that's just you know more conditioning uh, and more hoops they had to jump through and yeah, respond exactly. I think okay. it's actually better that you're not yeah, yeah I, I mean same way pretty much for any any condition especially any major condition seeing the doctor tends to make it worse um, and in a lot of cases of course it causes that intentional persistent addiction that, that goes on forever. Well, even those doctors who come to alternative medicine after years, you know, of, of being in the mainstream, they never fully kind of break out of what they were taught because they're always there trying to treat the symptoms. They never go back to the root cause, which is part of the whole the whole concept of cure, it's it's like antimatter to them. Yeah. They just cannot believe that diseases can be cured. And that's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, when you look at the word disease, the word disease is made from dis-ease, to be at unease, to be unbalanced. And basically, it's a matter of restoring that balance, and the body will take care of itself. The, the body is designed to repair itself. It's designed to defend itself. And it's really only when we get in its way that there's a problem. Now, what kind of diet do you guys have? I, I wanted to ask you that. A, a very good one, I would say, but we cheat once in a while. But um, we eliminate soy completely. I think that's extremely yeah. important, mm -hmm. especially for you since you've got a thyroid disease, Bob. Well, yeah, uh, and I, I eat the, the fermented soybeans. Every Tuesday we have Taco Tuesdays, and they cook tempeh. Is there any difference with that and the other stuff like tofu? Well, yeah, it's much better, and tofu was almost always genetically engineered, um, sure. and it's all processed. I personally but would avoid soy the, completely. But still uh, soy is, is bad, right, because soy in yes. general – Soy is an interesting plant. You see, a lot of plants have natural defense mechanisms, and soy is a plant that has its own built-in natural defense mechanism from insects. What it does is it produces a hormone that essentially sterilizes the female insects that eat it, therefore reducing the insect population and therefore protecting itself. Well, the problem is, is these same anti-hormone compounds do the same thing to us. They, they basically destabilize our hormones. And for someone with a thyroid condition, which is a condition very well centered around hormones, um, soy is definitely something to be avoided. And in addition to that, I, I need to avoid a lot of different toxins that we face uh, in our diets, uh, including fluoride. And we've that had, is, that's the biggest. Yeah, and the, and the professor from the Fluoride Alert Network we've had on, uh, his name slips my memory. We had him on a while ago. You can find that in our archives on our website. But really, there's so much data that this fluoride stuff is just awful. I mean, between its yeah. effect on pineal gland, calcifying the pineal gland, and uh, all these other uh, effects that it has, uh, it really mm -hmm. is something to look out for. Now, I promised that this part of the show we'd focus on solutions. So in, in addition oh. uh, to the solutions, I wanted to mention real quickly that the uh, thyroid condition that I suffer from, I'd done a little research and this iodine stuff that everybody's missing out on, I think may help. Do you think that's the case? Thomas, tell me more. Sure. Well, in the standard American diet, pretty much everybody is deficient in iodine, except for health nuts like us. Now, we have actually ran into some problem with some other people in the movement. It's been a, iodine's been a topic of controversy when it really shouldn't have been. And it's because we generally recommend that to supplement with it, 
um, if you're going to do it through bottles of iodine that you buy, like at the pharmacy or elsewhere, that you do it transdermally instead of taking it orally. And the reason being is, is if you take it orally, it's slightly toxic. If you take a little bit orally, if you take a lot of it orally, of course, it's more than just slightly toxic. And generally, the bottles of iodine will actually warn you this is not for internal consumption. And so, you know, reporting that, we never thought it would be a big deal. But we do have, um, how should I say this, some fringe elements in the movement who are into some really crazy stuff like drinking iodine, um, sun gazing, and there, there's one even called, brace yourself, urine therapy, which we're, we're just not going there. Ooh, ooh, that sounds scary. Now tell me, how what yeah. is... What does this means in which you said uh, we should use it by? Is it shooting it up? or No, he heavens <laughs> no. You wouldn't want to shoot it in your blood. <laughs> Iodine is a an interesting substance that the body reacts to in very interesting ways. You can take a patch of iodine and put it on your skin. And when it's absorbed that way, j just like you would for a wound, you know, when you put iodine over a wound, it will absorb straight through the skin within a, a certain period of time. And w what's interesting about it is that the period of time it takes for absorption depends on how well you need it or how much you need it. Like for instance, when you're sick, you'll notice that it'll absorb five to 10 times faster. What might've taken 24 hours to absorb normally may take only an hour. And so you know the body is utilizing it as needed that way. And well, what it, do you guys do? Give... Just put it on your hand or how do you do it? Pretty much wherever you want to put it, um, most people would probably put it on their leg or on their foot or somewhere that's not exposed because otherwise everybody sees a brown spot on them. <laughs> but um, yeah. you, could, you could put it anywhere. It seems to get the fastest absorption in the abdomen area. And I don't know why that is, but um, something about the skin there, it absorbs the fastest. And we recommend it transdermally because you don't have the any oral toxicity issues that way and on top of that you know it allows your body to control the rate of absorption instead of just so, overloading your body with it now i'm interested in this because i think i may have an iodine uh, deficiency like so many others out there uh i just go to my health food store my pharmacy get get the iodine and just Rub it on myself? Is this, I mean? Yeah, about the size of like a silver dollar. Yeah, okay. I would start. Well, what you should do is put in a you do it like once a day, and put on an amount and see how long it takes to absorb. Now, if okay. it takes over 24 hours to to be completely gone, then don't put as much next time. But if it's gone way before 24 hours, then add more and then keep experimenting till you get a size that's about right for you. Now, can you overdo it? Well. That's one of the reasons, another reasons we, we recommend putting on the skin. To harm yourself by, by skin absorption, the amount you would need would be extreme. You would basically need to swim in it. Okay, interesting. All right, very cool. Very well, cool stuff. speaking, it's much easier to overdo it and to therefore, you know, lead to a further imbalance, which can, you know, right. push you on the other end of the, the hyperthyroidism rather than hyper. Yeah. Well, that wrong. does, that does, uh, I do want to forewarn you about something, and this is, this isn't a big deal, um, but it's just something you may notice, and I want to tell you about it so you don't get alarmed about it. If you've never supplemented with iodine, um, it will give your thyroid, of course, a turbo boost, and in a sense, your body may need to get accustomed to having iodine again like for instance when we first did this and we tried to sort of overdo it just to see what would happen we noticed that the glands in our neck swelled a little bit you know the way they do when you're sick sometimes mm -hmm. 
Okay. Now that wasn't a major problem for us and it went away. And after that initial shock, when we tried to overdo it, we were never able to experience anything like that again. It was like our body learned to deal with it. Like the immune system learned like it does with everything else, how to deal with, with too much. So I'm just telling you in the, in the remote chance that you put an excessive amount on, like you cover your whole stomach or something with it, you may initially get some slight slight swelling in your neck and if you do it's not really a big deal don't panic and odds are you'll only be able to do it once mm -hmm. okay well that's the, that's the, i'm glad you told me that i don't want anybody of uh to freak out now now uh let's talk a little bit about vitamin d for a moment and i promised our listeners we tell them a free way to get vitamin d uh and it's not too complicated from what i understand as long as you got most of your body exposed if you go out for 20 minutes a day in the sunlight, in the natural light, that will pretty much give you a nice dose right there. Now, is that adequate? What do you guys think? I would say you don't even need 20 minutes if you've got a good sunny day in the middle of the summer. All right. Um, Ten probably probably five minutes. Sunlight minutes? Is, is generally the best way of getting vitamin D. Mm -hmm. uh, most people nowadays don't even seem to get out at all. You know, They mm -hmm. stay in their offices or in their homes, and they don't get any vitamin D. Um, the best ways to get it is from sunlight and secondary from fish. Of course, fish is often, you know, toxic now. A lot of it comes from China. Most of it is farm-raised. Uh-huh. Watch out for the farm-raised because it will actually hurt you because the omega balance is off in the farm-raised fish. It's It's got boosted omega-6 instead of omega-3. Yeah. And um, actually will will make your omega balance even more off, more at dis-ease, in other words. Yeah, which you can't be surprising when, you know, they're fed on genetically engineered corn a lot of the time, these farm-raised yeah. fish. Yeah, well, that, that is the natural diet, isn't it? Yeah. GE corn. Um, yeah, GE corn. Yeah. It, it, that, that same corn kills buffaloes in India. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so when, when those two aren't available, you know, supplementation is an option. Oh, oh Sarah, don't, don't forget the sunscreens. Do yeah. not forget the sunscreens. Yeah, sunscreens oh, are one of the most toxic things that you can you can do for yourself. I thought you were going to tell me they're good for us, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, not only, obviously, do they block, you know, your ability to absorb and create vitamin D as a result of sun exposure, but on top of that, they contain no known carcinogens like zinc oxide and oxybenzone. Yeah. And what's ironic is that we're all hearing about how the sun is so damaging and so dangerous to us and how it's causing cancer it's not the sun that's, that's causing cancer there's a relationship between the people who get the most sun and the most cancer because those are the people that put the most sunscreens on their skin that's why they get the skin cancer and these are known effects of the chemicals that they have that they're very active ingredients yeah they're, they're actually called photosensitive chemicals yeah oxybenzone one of the most popular chemicals in sunscreens today is a dna mutator mm -hmm. and it's like the thing Oh, I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. No, I was just aching in disgust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like the whole iodine thing, I mean, people think that, that the sunscreens wash off when they go swimming. That's not what's happening. They're absorbing into the skin just like iodine would. And so it's not just your skin. Th this crud is actually getting into the bloodstream slowly. Mm -hmm. And well, what's worse than that actually is these spray tans now that are becoming ever popular and have been, you know, increasingly so for the last decade. And they'll stop your vitamin D absorption for two to three weeks at a time. And no one's ever tested what effect that's going to have on people. You know, mm -hmm. uh, what's it like to go without vitamin D for several weeks, you know, without any UV absorption in your skin? 
<laughs> Nobody's ever studied that. I mean, people have talked about the risk. Scientists have said, what's going to happen? We've no idea. And these chemicals that are inside sunscreens, that are DNA mutating, we're not going to find out what the effects of these are until it's your children and your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren that are being born with problems, and we're not even able to trace it back to that chemical. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ironic they're blaming the sun for the skin cancers when, in fact, the, the sun is providing vitamin D, which is probably the single most potent natural anti-cancer nutrient there is. Exactly. But it's, it's something like 70% of the cancers or more are prevented from vitamin D alone. Yeah, exactly. And that, that if you get enough vitamin D, you're, there's like 7% of the cancers you're just not going to get. But you put the sunscreen on, it, it's carcinogenic. And, and people are putting it on to prevent cancer. It's like crazy world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just absolutely astonishing. Everything that I come across uh, these days when it comes to the health world and, you know, the, the remedies that they, they try to put you on and supposedly say will help you does not surprise me when I find out that it's something uh, far worse uh, than when you started off. The solution to a lot of these problems presented by the money-making industries uh, and the very evil industries, I would say, uh, are often the creation of more problems. And we see that time and time again, don't we? The way it works out, Bob, it is to develop a dependence. It kind of The medical industry kind of reminds me of Microsoft a little bit. We don't use Microsoft software anymore, but there's this thing with Microsoft that no matter what you do, you're going to be upgrading in a year or two. They have fixed it to where they break certain things. Certain things have like built-in breakages to them. Every version comes out is designed to fix the failures of the previous version. The, the problem is, is the failures in the previous version were intentional. They were planned out ahead of time, so you'd have to keep on the upgrade treadmill. It's like that on medicine. We, we've got a hand lotion now that we sell, and we put together something that was all natural and very, well, we, we think it's awesome. I mean, I I'm not going to go there to sound like some shameless plug, but... In the process of developing the lotion, we went off and studied hand lotions, which is kind of an unusual topic for us. That's, that wouldn't be considered a big health issue, you know, dry hands. But, but we studied hand lotions, and, and the problem exists even there from the chem industry. We found that most hand lotions are designed to slowly damage the skin over time. That way you're never free. You just have to keep buying it again and again to try to fix the damaged hands. Because the lotions aren't going to fix the hands. They're actually going to make it worse in time. They give you the illusion by putting like an oil layer over your, over your skin. Then when that oil layer comes off, you've got a dry layer from the alcohol and other substances that are inside these lotions. Yeah, they have like epoxy and plasticizing agents inside them. Agents that, you know, attack the liver. And the liver, just coincidentally, is responsible for your skin, how well, the health of your skin. Now, Thomas, excuse me for a moment, but do you wear deodorant? And folks, mind you, Thomas is not in the studio with me, so I'm not accusing him of spelling at all. No, I usually don't, but, but I do have pretty good hygiene. Okay, so you, you, you bathe and you, you take good care of the armpit areas, but you don't put the, uh, de the uh, deodorant on. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that deodorant also seep into your body in, in a similar way, which provides all sorts of toxicity? Yes, and a lot of them, especially your antiperspirants, include aluminum, which is, in addition to mammograms, one of the main reasons for the explosions of breast cancer now. Because the aluminum sinks in through the, the armpit, these particles do, and 
lo and behold, what, what's close to the armpits, the breasts, and the, the lymph nodes? Mm. And a lot of these um, so-called natural ones will say on them, no aluminum chlorohydrate. That mm -hmm. does not mean that they have no aluminum. Mm -hmm. They're being deceptive. People need to le read the ingredients and look for the word alum, A-L-U-M. If it has the word mm -hmm. alum, it has aluminum in it. It's, it's, like the, it's like the foods out there. Um, we notice in the stores, most foods don't come right out and spell out, we've added aluminum to this product. It'll be alumino something or, you know, sodium alumino something. You know, look for the word aluminum, alum, alumino, and so forth. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, the major causes of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease is caused by heavy metal toxicity. And here's what's rich. People people make their own bread trying to be healthy, and then they use baking powder that's laced with aluminum in it. Yep. It's like it's yeah, like they found I, I so many ways. Think, I keep hearing as a natural cure for heartburn is this baking powder uh, concoction, and I don't think that sounds very healthy. Well, the best thing for heartburn in like 99% of the cases is apple cider vinegar. And oh. a lot of people – oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, that, that was what my friend told me to use in, in conjunction with the baking soda, ironically. So go ahead. Well, when you mix, mix them together, you're just neutralizing them. I mean it seems kind of – to be honest, it sounds kind of foolish to me. Here's the problem. People have been taught to believe that when they've got upset stomach, acid indigestion, heartburn, their stomach is too acidic. That's really easy for them to believe. It's easy to hook them with that because it actually burns. Sometimes you can even taste a soury taste in their mouth, you know, when they burp or something. So it all seems to fit. It's, you know, but it's just not true. It's another lie. You see, when somebody has something like heartburn, it's not because they have too much acid in their stomach. There's no such thing as too much acid in the stomach. Well, except for, I guess there could be some freakish extreme case. But the stomach is the only place in the body that's supposed to be acetic. And it's supposed to be extremely acetic. Now, what happens is, is due to diet, stress, other factors, oftentimes the stomach will become less acetic, which is unhealthy. Usually the rest of the body becomes more acetic when the stomach becomes less acetic. It's like an inverse relationship. Okay, and what happens is, is the stomach still has to try to digest that food or whatever is in there. So what does it do? It's got less acid, but it has to digest the food. Well, it tries to make up with it mechanically by, by basically contorting and, and cramping and contracting very, very vigorously in order to make the most efficient use of its limited acid. And of course, you have spillages that way. Some of it escapes from the stomach and it burns. And you, you get this acid taste in your mouth or these burps and you think, my goodness, I'm acetic. That's not the case. It's because there's not enough that your stomach is going crazy trying to make use of that little acid. Now, all you have to do is take some apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon, maybe several tablespoons, uh, and chase it with some water and it's it's amazing. I mean, it's usually gone in about 10 seconds. Uh, I just want to say that some people out there will probably say, well, I've tried baking soda and it works. And it will seem to, and that's because baking soda will make the uh, the, the stomach acid that is coming up even more alkaline, and that will stop it from burning. Makes it less painful. Exactly. That's what it does. But, but it doesn't actually stop the underlying cause. Yeah, it's, what you're doing is you're treating the symptom. You're, you're treating the pain yeah. with the, the baking soda. You're doing nothing for the stomach problem. You treat the stomach problem, it'll go away, and you'll you'll feel better. I mean, it's, it's because 
when when you when you do the right thing, when you take the apple cider vinegar, and, and apple cider vinegar ought to be supplemented anyway. I mean, it's just that good for you. But when you when you take care of it, the food digests better. Your your body is more at peace, and instead of having to work harder because it's got less acid, and and so the end result is not only are you better immediately, but overall your energy and everything is better for the rest of the day, and you get your nutrients much better out of that food. Now I wish we had several hours. And we are going to have several hours with you guys because you're going to be doing a show regularly. And that's at healthwise, W-Y-Z-E, healthwise.org. So check that out coming up Saturday at 9 p.m. and rebroadcast it throughout the week as well as archives available. And you guys are really doing a great service. I want to commend you. I want to have you guys on um, as much as we can. Let's try to do it at least two Fridays of every month if we can. All right. Sure. And this is, such a, this is such an important topic to me that it's just, I mean, it's unimaginable that folks are out there and they're not being made aware of these things. And at the end of the day, we can kind of blame the sheeple and, you know, blame the folks for not taking the prerogative that our special guests, Sarah and Thomas, have. But really, folks... It's not really their fault. It's this. It's it's a combination of things. It's their fault, and it's also the fault of the indoctrination and, and so on. And we really need to be out there and lead by example, just like Sarah did for Thomas, and and showing that she was able to affect her own health and then help Thomas with his allergies and and so on. Lead by example, and, you, and you'll see people will start to to come around. And and I see the trend happening. Do you guys see that? Yeah, I, I'd say we're winning. I really believe we're winning. That, absolutely. And I want to kind of reach out to, you know, the, the truth movement, especially, you know, and I think that's starting to happen. People are beginning to realize the impact health has uh, on our movement. And I think it's absolutely vital. As, Sorry. That, that takes us to the end of the show. Go ahead, Thomas. Final comment. Um, I was just going to throw something at you with, with your condition. Do you use nonstick pans? Nonstick pans? You mean that Teflon crap? We've yeah. had uh, John Rappaport or Michael Rappaport, no, John Rappaport on the show talk about that, and absolutely not. We'll talk about that more next time on Truth Be Told Radio. Thanks again, guys. Hey, thank you, Bob. Money's only paper, only You're listening to Truth Be Told Radio with your host.